Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, now you're online now. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. Huh? Good evening. Hello. That's just me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just me yawning. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's the Tennessee. Hold on. Let me just try another line for Pop because he's not answering the other call. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Hmm. I'm still having a hard time. Yeah, I'm not still trying to have a hard time getting pop. Hmm. Yeah, hold on. He usually answer right away. 
yeah, he could be still in the shower. So I've tried to get this other number, but I can't get it connected. Hold on again, maybe. Already. Uh-huh. It looks like everybody's running late tonight. Ooh. Hold on. Yes, Hello. Yeah, yes, yeah, Tinsley. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, she, he must be still in the shower. Um, I'll see if he's gonna join in later on. Cause he, if he when he comes out, he'll probably call me. Okay. And, and see him, right. but that's kind of late for him. Let me try to get to Savon. I'm surprised that missionary's not on yet. Neither. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, like I'm a, I don't know what's going on tonight. <laughs> again. Okay, let's go. Mr. Vaughn was not in church on Sunday. I meant to call her this week, but something looked like every day with me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, and you know she wasn't on the line last week neither, so that was kind of No. Okay, let me, let me call Sister Austin, then um, I'll do the divine next. That okay. was strange. Um, Sister Austin. Yeah, that, that's kind of strange that she don't call and say anything. Mm, that's right. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Good evening. Good evening, Sister Tinsley. Hi, Sister Tinsley. It's Missionary. Um, How are you? I'm thank you today, and you? Oh, good. A little soaked, but I'm <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you got caught in that rain. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, Sister Austin, you on? Sister Tinsley? Yes, oh. I am. Okay. Yes. And missionary, I'm here. Maria. Hello, missionary. Hello. 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 Everyone. Hello. 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 Sister Kenzie. Yes, Sister Kenzie. Oh. Oh, how are you? Fine, oh. thank you today. And you? Okay. I'm okay. Trying to keep dry. Stay dry. We've been having a lot of rain. Oh, yeah. We've been having a lot of sunshine. I'm jealous of you. I'm not. Yeah, me too. I won't be that way. 
Yes. Our sister wants to send us some sunshine, please. We would have watered the grass and the flowers. It's coming. It's coming. Sunshine will be here. You'll be where you your short sleeve and your pants, your short pants and all of that. Oh, oh, it's coming. I'm rubbing it in. <laughs> it's, it's coming, sister. <laughs> Amen. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. You know that it's going to be here soon. We're still in our heavy coats. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Thank God. Thank God for what it is. Yeah. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is. <laughs> we have yeah. Pop and Sister Vaughn on the line, too. Pop, Pop, you there? Sister oh, Vaughn, are you on? Sister Vaughn? Sister Vaughn? She's not on. I don't think she's on yet. Okay, Sister Vaughn is on. Oh, there oh. you go. Hi, Sister Vaughn. Hello, how's everybody? How are you? Okay, okay, okay. We good, we good. You good, Sister Vaughn? Yes, I am. Amen. The only one we need here, Pastor, is is Pop. How's Pop? Yeah, I'm trying to get Pop now. Uh, Hold on. You want me to try? Okay, sit down. Yeah, we were we were just uh um talking to to uh Sister Ainsley and, and um oh I said that wrong. But she, we asked her to send us some sunshine up here. Because <laughs> we cold. Oh, we so still got our winter coat on. And our rain's galoshes. Mm-hmm. All right, Pop Pop must be detained somewhere, so we're going to see. Um, my daughter going to keep calling him and see if he's okay. Um, okay. He, he, he might be um, okay. taking his bath and stuff. So oh, we have okay. Sister Vaughn, we have Sister Tinsley, we have Sister Austin, we have Missionary. And we, did I hear Maria? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Hello. And Sister Rachel on too? Oh, Sister Rachel, I'm sorry. Let me get Sister Rachel. I'm sorry. Thank you, Sister. And and okay. and uh Virginia. Okay, Virginia will come on. Let me get Sister Rachel. Okay. Oh he eating Cena? Okay. Oh, that's nice. Amen. Okay. Hold on, let me get Sister Rachel. Thank you. Okay, I'm almost. Yeah, so Sister Maria, you had to drive in that downpour this morning. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And as I was coming mm. home, there was another deluge. Woo! Okay, mm. but you got there and you got home. The Lord protected you. Protected all of us in this, in this little, yeah. 
but that's okay. We'd be complaining if it wasn't no rain. Right, that's right. the truth. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, since the not available, Pop is eating his dinner. So when he's finished, he'll come on. Okay. So I, I think so. We have Sister Austin, Sister Tinsley, Sister Vaughn, um, Missionary Map, and we have Sister Maria. I have everybody, right? And Virginia will probably be on too. Virginia, are you on? She's not on yet, neither. All right, so we're going to get started in prayer. First, we start off by saying, good evening, everybody. How is everybody? Good evening. Good evening. God. Are you thanking God for another day that he has brought you, another week he has brought you? Yes. I hear heaven yes. yes. Despite God. all the hardships and all the trials and all the tribulations we have gone through, um, you had the word for us to hold on. Um, when things got rough and things got tough, we we pull back on the word and use the word to strengthen them. And I don't know about you, uh, but I'm so glad to be among the land of the living. Looking around, um, and people are leaving this earth, and every time you turn around, um, somebody else has left the earth, or somebody else is sick. Um, and we need to thank God, uh, thank God, um, how he has kept us and how he protected us. Um, and nobody told us um, that the road was going to be easy. Um, but every step that we take and um, every hardship that we endure, um, God is um, right there with us, um, helping us through the trials and tribulations. And we ought to thank, thank God about thank it. You. Thank we you. ought to have this vision. The zest of God and all his power and all his love despite all. I don't know about you, um, but people can be so mean and so kind and you say good morning and all they do is bark and they growl at you. And they are in God's house who's supposed to have the word of God in their soul. But yet they don't take heed to the word. They're so busy going through the rituals and, and the politics, but they forget to take the God's word and, and put it inside of them, let it become a part yeah. of them. We're falling short. We're falling short. We are confessing, but we're not possessing. And we need, in this end time, to start possessing God's word. We say we love the Lord, so why aren't we acting like we love the Lord? God said in the word that we ought to love our neighbors. It didn't say you have to like everything that they do, but you still have to love them. And why are we not doing it? Why are we not? Why are we so busy looking at so many things that are not important, but you got to love people in spite of? I might not like yes, your ways, but I still got to love you. Yes, 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 yes. We have to begin to think about what God is saying. I don't know with so much stuff that's going on in the world. We don't know if a war is going to break out. We don't know what's going to happen. That's right. That's right. But one thing that we know that's going to happen is soon and very soon, when Jesus comes back, no matter what happens, we will be caught up in the air to be and all yeah. that's happening, we will be safe. 
If that's not mm-hmm. enough for you to be rejoicing and glad for, I don't know about you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad, so grateful to God to be among God's family of children. And we learned last week that God has chosen us before the foundation of earth. We are his chosen people. Hallelujah. 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 I thank you, God. For choosing me, nothing that I did on my own, but because you loved me even before I was born, and you chose me to do what we're doing right now. Yeah, you are somebody in Christ Jesus. God walking like you are a child of the King. Hold your head up high. Don't let the obstacles of this world get you down. Don't let the aches and pains in your body get you down. But begin to pick them up and put them down. Anyhow, I told my my, uh, my you, missionary, Matt, I have pains in my legs. The doctor said, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the doctor. And I told my missionary, I said, missionary, I'm going to show you how much I'm going to do. I'm going to walk. And if I have mm-hmm. a mouth, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. walk. Oh, yeah. Step that I take. I'm gonna walk. Step, step. Walk it out. That's walk it. I'm mm-hmm. going to walk it out. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to let your enemy come and tell me what I can do. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. I know that God is a healer. Hold on. Walk it out in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Every pain in my body, Lord, I thank you. Because I thank you. I feel it. Start to thank God for what you have. Yeah. But it's what God has given you, and we ought to learn to thank him for it. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Just begin in your mind before we start this lesson. Just think of God's goodness and all he has done for you. Besides waking you up and watching over you all day. But look how he makes your ways out of no way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Begin in his mind to praise him. Yes, Lord. Yes, praise Lord. Him. Yes, Lord. Thank you. It's yes, going to give you a, a minute just to think about it. And as you do it, mm-hmm. just begin to praise him in your spirit. Oh, praise mm-hmm. him. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We serve you, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. 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 There's a sweet, sweet spirit. And I know it's the spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Lord, I thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank yes. You. Uh, Maria, he kept thank you. you. He kept you. Your body's tired, but he kept you. And you did it. 
Just take him. Oh, thank you. Just take him. Thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sometimes we need to stop everything we're doing and just give God to glory. Just give him the praise. Fight all that we go on And you just wait and take him. Your body might be tired. Your body might even be rock or sane. But you praise him anyhow. Because you are his child. Thank you. And he will take care of you. He will provide. I was hearing in my spirit. What? Why should I fear? Why am I so heavy and down, burning, heavy, burning down? Thank you, thank you. But I know my God watches over me. Why do I allow the things of the world to me down? But I have a God that's watching every step I take. I have a God that even knows the numbers of tears on my head. And know the number of tears on my head. Why do I see? Thank you. 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 And yes, Yes, 
rub your hands together because the anointing is in your hands. Like, rub your hands together and feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Just praise him. 
Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Mr. Martin. He says he sees you sitting on your bed. He sees you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Nobody but you and him. But you be talking to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. He said yes. to answer you, I will provide. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Thank yes. You. Thank you. Oh, yes. That's a loving Thank God. You. Ooh, thank oh, you, yeah. Lord. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the great shepherd. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you. 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 Hallelujah. Sometimes we want to study, but sometimes God wants us just to praise and to thank him. Yes. And that's what he did tonight. And we just thank him to show you that everything that we do in life, even though we're all in our homes and separate places, God still stopped by and visited this line because he told us things that nobody knew but him and you. And God showed it to each and every one of you that he's about your business. And, you know, of all the billions of people in the world, he's looking down on you individually to see your needs and to supply your needs. And we just want to say, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this. All these things we thank you for in the name of your son, Jesus. 
Amen. 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 At this time, we will begin our lesson after our wonderful visit from the Lord. We'll start with Exodus 13. And we'll start from the first verse and we'll read down because we already covered this. So we're, but we're going to start it from the beginning so we can try to read through this verse. I don't know if we're going to try it. All right, so we'll start with Sister Tinsley. Start with 13.1. So we get a reminder. Uh, 13.1 reads, the Lord said to Moses, the Lord said to Moses, consecrate to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belong to me, whether man or animal. Amen. So remember, last week we said the word dedicate, um, consecrate also means dedicate. So God was specifically talking to Moses and tell him that every firstborn Israelite, whether they human or animal, belong to God. I keep that in mind, that thought, belong to God. And God has a reason for saying that. Okay, verse 3. Um, Sister Austin, please. And Moses said unto, and Moses said unto the people all, Remember this day when he came up from Egypt, out of the house of bondage, or by strength of hand, the Lord brought you out from the place there shall no living bread, living bread. This okay. This day came you out in the month abide. Okay, so what day did God want them to remember? What did, what did, what did God want them to remember forever? What did God do for them? Okay, and they were originally slaves, but God brought them out, out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. He wanted them not to forget that this, this is the day that he has chosen um, for them to remember him. And what does it mean when it says that God brought him out with his mighty hand? What did God do that was so mighty that brought them out? What, remember some of the things that God did? Mm-hmm. He did the sorrow just as yeah, he slipped the red yeah. sea from he marked the doors. He marked yeah. the doors. The doors. Okay. What else did he do? What did he, what are those mighty things that he did that people tried to copy? They couldn't do it. What was that called? The flag. The flag. The flag. So when it said with the mighty hand, God used all those plagues that even the musicians and all the soothsayers could not copy what they what God was doing. Remember when they got down to the balls, when they put all the balls on it, and some of the balls even got on some of the musicians and all of them mm-hmm. on the schools, you know, and they started to say, oh, my God, they couldn't copy that. No, they didn't even try because they had to back off themselves. So they could not do anything. That's why I said it was God's mighty hand that brought them out. And he said that, and he's telling them, what God is actually doing here is giving them instructions, how he wants them to observe this Passover. And he told them that every year in the early spring, in the month of Abba, or Nisan, what month was that? First March. No, March, April, 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 April
in the month of March or April, you must do something. And what did he say in verse 5, missionary? In verse 5, it said that... Um, wait, wait, let me read it. You, uh, yeah, no, you can read that one. Uh-huh. Okay. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after mm-hmm. the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hivites, and the Jesuites. He swore Amen. to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, then look at this. So he, he's telling Moses to tell the people that every year you must celebrate this event each year. And said, but you're not supposed to bring to celebrate it until after the Lord bring you into the land of the Canaanites. All right. Yeah. So whatever he's telling him to do, this this festival that God is setting setting up, he's telling him that yes, you're going to celebrate it, but you can't do it until you get there. Go way back in your Bibles. Do you remember who the Canaanites came from? It was somebody's son. Ah, that was somebody's son. Go back to Genesis 10 and tell me who the Canaanites came from. Genesis 10. Uh-huh. Let's see who's going to find it. I'm not going to tell you what scripture, but it's Genesis 10. <laughs> Noah. Noah. Noah, 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 Tribal, so they call it the Canaanites. They just said Canaan, they said the Canaanites. There's a whole big old family now. And you see the Hittites and the Amorites. These are all the people that got branched out from them. But let me show you also look how God um, had prophesied that this was going to happen uh, and that they were going to go to this land. Turn to Genesis 15 for a second. I like how they give you the scripture and y'all found the verse and y'all found it. That's so okay. uh, fifteen. Uh, this is fifteen. F- fifteen. One uh, five, right? Uh-huh. One five. Yeah, one five. And we're gonna start around the seventeenth verse. To show you that God had already prophesied this in the book of Genesis. The exact pretty much the same words. Um Maria, read that, please. Okay. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Aaron, Abraham, excuse me, saying, Abram, Abram, until saying, unto thy seed, have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river of Euphrates. Then 
uh, nine, the can the Canaanites and the Canaanites and the Hadmonites. And the Hittites and the Perlonites and the Rephites. Oh my goodness. And the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Gergashites and the Jebusites. Jebusites. So you see that God had already predicted back in Genesis that the children of Israel were going to have this land. So you see, it's the same land in Genesis that they talk about in the book of Exodus. Now, we always hear that God was going to take them into a land flowing with milk and honey. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Pop Pop, you on the line, Pop Pop? Oh, I thought I heard Pop Pop. All right. Now, when it says the land flowing with milk and honey, do you know that the word milk and honey can be found? 20 times in the Bible. So if God mm-hmm. said, spoke about it 20 times, it must be something important. So let's kind of figure out what it means. Yeah. So he said that I'm going to give you a land flowing with milk and honey. So let's look in um, Numbers 13 so we can figure out what milk and honey is. And then you guys are going to tell me. Numbers 1 3. No. Numbers 13. Yes, ma'am. And we're going to read first. Um, let's look at the background. Um, Sister Austin, read 13, 1 through, um, 1 through 3. Are we still in Genesis? Numbers? Numbers. 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 Okay. 13. Okay. Oh, 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 numbers 13. Yes, ma'am. The book of Numbers, chapter 13. The book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. Yes, I'm sorry. The book of Numbers. It's chapter 13. Yes, ma'am. Now, verses 1 to 3. And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Send thy men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their father shall ye send a man, every one, a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. Okay, all now. those men were up in land, all those men were head of the Children of Israel. Okay. Hold it right there, my love. So let me ask you, where, where was they going to look at, Sister Austin? To send out men where? To look at what? What was it? What? I didn't understand you. I'm sorry. He told them to send men to explore the land of what? Canaan. Okay. Canaan. 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 Okay. All right. And, and, and he, did he say this is the land that he gave Israel? Yes, yes, okay. yes, he did. Okay. He gave so, the children, he so, gave unto the children of Israel, every tribe, yes. among every among our rulers. Amen. So they're going to send people out to look at this land of Canaan that God <laughs> told you to get Israel. Okay, let's look what happened. Let's see what happened when the men went out there and started looking. Um, 
missionaries continue with um, 13 and go down to 20, um, go down to 23. Mm, I'm sorry, Pastor. The, the dog is barking right now. He's, I, okay. I don't think I can. Okay. Um, Sister Austin, Sister, I mean, Sister Vaughn, you want to read that, please? 23. Uh-huh. Okay. And there and there came unto the banks of oh boy, what is that? Ooh. A bank of Escom. and cut down, cut down from the, the, there a branch with a branch. one. Cluster, cluster of cluster of grapes, grapes. and they brought it between two buried between two up on a side, and they brought of the pomegranate pomegranate. Pomegranates and of the speed. Fig. 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 Now, let me Fig. ask you. Now, uh-huh. look what it says. Now, we're talking about a land flow of milk and honey. So, when they went into the land of Canaan to explore, when they got down there, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes. But think about this. This grapes was so big that it took... <laughs> Two of them to carry on it on a pole between them. Wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> my goodness! Yeah, oh my God! So you know that that land of Canaan had to be a land that was rich and food. Uh-huh. Okay, mm. Canaan, how could it take? Now, a little ways we could go to the supermarket, but these grapes were so big. This is like a single cluster of grapes that was so big that it took. Two of them to carry it on a pole between them. Those are some big, big grapes. Mm-hmm. I see that. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he, go ahead. He made sure that God made sure that everything was there for them. Yes. And they would never run out. Amen. Oh. So, okay, let's just tell you one more. Um, Deuteronomy, go to um, the book of Deuteronomy. Oh, I love that. Book. Um, I mean, I love the whole Eleven. Bible, but, uh, we know what you need, Sister Vaughn. We got you. <laughs> Deuteronomy, what chapter, please? Chapter 11, verse okay. 10 through 12. Chapter 11, verse okay. 12. Chapter 11, okay, chapter, 10. Okay, chapter, yeah, chapter 11. 10 through 12. Yeah, that's the land of hills and valleys. Uh-huh. Miss Mary, you have your, you can talk now? Yes, yes. Somebody was in, in, hanging out in front of my yard. Okay. Okay. That's Deuteronomy 11, 10 through 13. 
I apologize, everybody. That's okay. No, no, no worries. No worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. Oh, 10, 13, uh, 10, uh, Deuteronomy 11. 11. Okay. Uh-huh. Start at the 10. Oh, okay. Starting okay. okay. at 10, verse 10. For the land you are... Okay. Start at 9. 11, Start at 9. If you obey... You will enjoy a long life in the land of the Lord, sworn. And wait, wait, wait. If you obey, you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors and to you, their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot as in a vegetable garden. Rather, the land land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. Amen. I just want you to see right there, we stopped there. So the land of Canaan, when they say milk and honey, what make it so special, look what we just read, is a land where God himself watched over each year. He made it rain. That's why I make those grapes so big, because God watched over and gave us that land so much um, fertile that everything oh, yeah. was rich. And when it says milk, that means also that a lot of animals was going to be there. And, you know, <laughs> animals produce milk, right? Mm-hmm. That's, why, mm-hmm. that's why I call the land of milk and honey, because those animals, a lot of, that place going to be with so many animals, and the animals going to be so healthy that all they're going to do is produce a lot of milk. And they're going to get the mm-hmm. milk because the grass is going to be green, and, they're going to, and the animals are going to be eating that grass, and just be so healthy that they're going to produce a lot of milk. And it Don't says, forget the honey now. And okay, I'm going to do the honey. <laughs> honey, I'm going to do the honey. Sister Lauren like that honey in the tea. <laughs> and, and the reason why they call it um, honey, because since the land is going to be so rich, so much rich farmland, so nice and green, <laughs> it's going to be bees around there. Mm-hmm. And the bees going to have plenty of plants to um, to drive the nectar from. So everything was going to be all in balance. So the bees going to go around and get all the nectar and, and the, from the pollinate. Of the pollinate. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And make everything nice and green. And then the animals mm-hmm. was going to be eating all that green stuff and producing all that milk. So that's why mm-hmm. it's a land of rich milk and honey which means that Canaan was going to be agriculturally rich. That's all mm-hmm. it means, agriculturally rich. Could, could I say something, too? Absolutely. Um, That's almost like in the Garden of Eve. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Mr. Barnes, you're too smart because I was going to go there next, you little rascal. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's Mr. Barnes. It just started. Go ahead. Well, to, uh, that's just like in the Garden of Eve because 
before the serpent start his mess with, with Eve and Adam, everything was beautiful. Amen. Mm-hmm. They didn't have they, they didn't have to uh worry about nothing. Everything was pure and they could walk around and you no know clothes. how God no, no clothes, clothes on them and they could eat, you know, they didn't know what it was to do evil or nothing. Amen. You know, they God have had given give them a wonderful uh place. The Amen. animals was friendly. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. There was n- nothing wrong, you know. You yeah. could go touch the animals and no animals wouldn't draw back at you want to, you know, harm Eat you or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh-huh. So now, Sister Vaughn, since you opened the door, we got to put our foot in it. <laughs> now, here's the question. Just like God gave children of Israel or told them that they're going to have a land flowing with milk and honey. What about us? So we have a land um, yes. in one day that we're going to expect it to have oh, a flow with milk and honey. Yes, yes, well, yes. Tell me about it, honey. Maria, yes. initiate it. Tell me about it. Well, yes, that's why we're down here praising our Lord and getting ready to go to our land of milk and honey. Where the Lord lives and it will be a wonderful place where there is yes. no pain and where there is no sorrow. There is Come on. Yes. Hallelujah. We don't need even a sunlight because God will be the sun in that place. Will be the light. Yes. Amen. Yes. May the streets of gold. Right. That's right. Right. Praising God. We don't have to work. We don't have to do anything. But just praise our God. Hallelujah. Sing and dance and prayer. Every day is going to be Sunday there. Yeah, no pain or nothing. Exactly. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Milk and honey. We had to go through it. Just wanted to make that connection. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for for giving us to guide us, and thank you for showing us the way. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Let's continue. Sister Austin, number seven, please. I'm sorry. Back in the book of Exodus, 13, 7. 13, 7. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thirteen six. Thirteen six. Uh-huh. Seven. Yes, ma'am. Seven. Seven days I shall eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to the Lord. That was that Sabbath. Unleavened. Huh? That's the Sabbath. Unleavened. Bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall no lemon's bread be seen with thee, neither shall there be leaves living singing with 
thee in all thy quarters. Amen. So in other words, here, for seven days, uh, for seven days, mm-hmm. the bread you make, you have to make it without yeast. Um, and they said there should be no yeast um, to be in mm-hmm. their house. It shouldn't even be around the borders of their land. God said that it was no yeast. Now, what did we say yeast represented? Sin. Remember? There Sin. you go. There, Sin. there you go. So we should have no sin around us neither. You see that? Oh, uh-huh. you said yeast. Yeast, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeast is what said. That you That's make what right. makes bread rise. Yeast, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, think about it. Just a little bit of yeast in our life, just a little bit of our sin in our life rises other sins to come upon us. Mm-hmm. You see that? So you start a alive. And what happens? You gotta keep on building that line until it gets mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and biz- bigger. Like yeast, it rises. You do something mm-hmm. wrong, and then you gotta do something to cover up that wrong. It rises like yeast. So we can't have any sin around us because it's like a yeast in the bread. It causes it to rise more and more and more. You see somebody? Um, you ever see somebody do something that's not right, and then they try to hide it and and, and try try to protect themselves. So what they do, they have to do something else or tell another tale or another excuse or another, or another fabricate another story so to protect mm-hmm. themselves. So it's like yeast. It keeps rising and rising and rising. So God said, I don't want none of that around you. Get it out of your house. It said it can't be found in the borders of your land. So they had to go out looking and make sure there was no lease in anything. But they didn't want that around. It's the same thing with us. We don't want that sin. Around us, mm-hmm. we always try to be always walk holy among God. Even though sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to be honest and truthful mm-hmm. in everything you do, but if you start it off, you, all it takes is just one little fabrication. That's it, and then it starts to build on it and just start to grow. Any questions? Mm-hmm. I have okay. one question. Yes. Um. It's about the unleavened bread. Oh, Beanie. Hey, Beanie, baby. Hey, uh, I had yeah. my phone hey. on. Hi, I have my phone on, but see, I have three grandchildren in the house and my daughter, so what I have when you don't hear me, I have it on mute so they won't disturb our study. But I've always had, I've always had a question about the Garden of Eden, which was talking about before this. I, w- I always wondered why the snake, it wasn't a snake, it was a serpent. The, the serpent only tempted Eve. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to know why um, the serpent only tempted Eve? As right, to and Adam? not Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know I'm not going to answer that, B.D. You know I'm not going to answer that now, right? You know I know. Why? I'm going to do homework. You won't hurt it. You look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That has been me for such a long time. So mm-hmm. now yeah. it's time to put it to rest, Beanie Baby. Yeah. Yeah. So now <laughs> back and you will report to us why it tempted Eve, not Adam. Okay. Why the serpent only tempted Eve, huh? Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. Adam was sleeping. 
Uh, I, I thought, oh. <laughs> Adam was minding his business. He was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. That's a good question. You guys mm-hmm. That's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, and you see Beanie has his divine trying to help you with your homework. You see that? Yes, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. question, Beanie, though. That's a very, okay. very good question. And we will answer it next week. Okay. okay. okay All right. Thanks. Thank you, Beanie Baby. I'm Beanie. You want to be eight thirteen eight? Since we know you're on the line, please. I'm in Exodus. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thirteen eight. And thou shalt shew thy son in that day, saying, "This is done because of that which the Lord did unto me when I came forth out of Egypt." Wait, is that um, Exodus 13.8? Yes, 13.8. I'm reading from, oh, I'm sorry. I'm in, yeah, Exodus 13.8. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. I'm reading from the King James. On that day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get you some. All right. So on the seventh day, the children's going to ask, well, why are you doing all this stuff? Why are you saying that we can't eat any bread made without yeast? And they said that you got, you're doing this because you're going to tell the children that you're celebrating what the Lord did for them in Egypt. And he said in uh-huh. verse 9, um, nine Maria, please. Um, nine, uh, we're still in Exodus, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine hand and for a memorial between thine eyes that the Lord's law may be in thy mouth, for with a strong hand hath the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. And read 10, please. Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in this season from year to year. Okay. I don't know if it's just a part or another part, but they have something called phylactic. And and even though you don't know what that word is now, um, a phylactic, and I bet you you saw them. You know, sometimes you go into um, uh, your home, and before you first got there, there's like a little, uh, like a little, like a little something in the wall with, with something inside of it. It's like a little oh. inside of a wall. And there's something inside it. They'll be inside it. It's like when the Jew- the Jewish people used to live in a lot of these buildings, and oh, they used to put yeah. like a prayer mm-hmm. inside of the wall. Yeah. Place and clothes. But what they did back in the days of Israel, God had them take like a piece of leather and put this little prayer or this little reminder about when they came out of Egypt. And they wore it around their head. You see, it says, put it around your, um, see, look at, look at nine. Okay. Um, like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. I don't know if it's in this mm-hmm. verse or is it a verse. No, it's not, it's not in this verse. And it shall be for a sign uh, the, be upon thine hand, thy hand, yeah. and for a memorial between thine eyes that the people laws. Okay. Okay. Right, so when they talk about being like a mark brand on your head or forehead, that's what they refer to. They had actually had them wear prophylactic, um, and they had like a little prayer. And it's 
That's what it said, Maria. Is that verse? It's um it's nine. It's nine. Is it nine? Yeah. And it's also nine. Thirteen nine, and it's also in mm-hmm. thirteen sixteen. Mm-hmm. I, so I just wanted to give you a little background about that, so you can understand what they're saying. Um, let me just see if I can show you something else, right quick. Yeah, because uh, sixteen reads, and Pastor, if I may, and it shall be for a token upon thine hand, mm-hmm. and for frontlet between thy okay. eyes. Okay, so Maria, turn to Deuteronomy 6, 8, and it's going to clarify a little bit more for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a little insight what it was. It might not directly say it here, but this is what it's referring to. Deuteronomy 6, 8. Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy. Four. Okay, it's over there. The gold. Uh-huh. Deuteronomy 6, uh-huh. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. Amen. So what it says, tie to your hands. And wear them on your forehead. Right. So that's what they're talking about. And that when you go back to the Exodus, uh-huh. that's what they're talking about. It was called um, phylactic. They looked like little um, leather pieces, and inside there was like a prayer uh, to remind them uh, when they came out of Egypt. See, uh-huh. then look, 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 Maria, um, look right there, too. I'll, I'll tell you about it. Then read nine. Nine in, in Deuteronomy. Yes. Okay. I, I, I lost my Deuteronomy um, 13.9. Okay, hold on, please. I lost my. No, the, the Deuteronomy 6.9. 6.9. 6.9. Six, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house oh, and on God. thy gate. Uh-huh. See what I was just telling you? Whenever you go into those Jewish houses, over the doors, they used to have like a little thing, like a little, like a little mm-hmm. knock. That's mm-hmm. what that is, and this is where it came from. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So when they were saying about the mark, this is what they're talking about. We, they wanted, they didn't want them to forget it, so they said, put them around your head and around your arm and keep it as a reminder. And so they even took it so far as to put them on your doorpost of your house. Mm-hmm. That's why when you go into some of these Jewish houses, look over the doorpost. There's something mm-hmm. that looks like a little thing that's sticking out. And yeah. you take that off, you will see that it's inside, like the little prayers inside. This is what, what he was talking about. But isn't that called the Methuselah? Methusa? Isn't that what called the Methuselah? Well, they have different names for it, but this one is called Philactic. But they have, I'm sure they have other names for it that I'm not aware of it. Okay. But the bottom line, it boils down to the same thing. God told and them to put Jewish it there as a reminder. And most people have it over their door as they come in, yes. Yes, ma'am. And not only yeah, over man. their doors, they had to yeah. wear it around their heads and around mm-hmm. You're going to see later on as you go in the book of Exodus, they even put it in the hem of their garment. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as a reminder. Amen. All right, you got it. Amen. Any other questions? You got it? Nope. Clear? Got it. Got it. Clear. Okay, my uh-huh. love. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right, let's see if we can move on so we can try to finish this up a little bit. All right. Um, missionary, read yes. um, 10. 13, uh, 10. June, and oh, back, back to Exodus 13, 10. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Back okay. Exodus. Okay. 13, 10. So observe the decree of this festival at the appointed time each year. Uh-huh. So time to do it every year at the same time. But uh, you know what it kind of remind me of? Um, to help us remember that Christ died, what holiday do we celebrate? Easter. 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 So Easter. Mm-hmm. So I, I put in certain mm-hmm. things to remind us what had happened. This is, this is this whole thing is like. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is what you must do when the Lord fulfills the promise he swore to you and to your ancestors. When he mm-hmm. gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, 12 reads, uh, Hold on, hold on. You must present all firstborn sons and firstborn male animals to the Lord, but they belong to Him. Okay. So the thirteen. Okay. Now, yeah, read thirteen, and um, and I'm going to explain it so you can guys can get this. Okay. Okay. Uh, a firstborn donkey may be brought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or a young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn son. Okay, let's make this so you can understand this. So when they go into the land of Canaan, he said that, let's see. Okay, when God gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, he said you must present all firstborn sons and firstborn males, animals to the Lord. Why did God tell him that? What did God, what did that remind you of? What did God, um, who did God kill in the Passover? He reminded you the, the Egyptians firstborn in the Passover. It took all of their. That's right. But God feared the Israelites. Israelites. Mm-hmm. You know, God said, we always have a model. I spared your children because I did what? I killed the lamb of a blood. The blood. I killed the lamb and put the blood over the doorpost. So therefore, yeah. your children were spared. All right. So as a mm-hmm. reminder of what I did in Egypt, when you start this ritual, you're going to have to do the same thing. So you're going to have to sacrifice. Your firstborn um, animal to me. Now, when he said um, sons, he don't mean you're going to kill their sons. He just means you're going to do it as a ritual. Okay, and you're going to get that clear a little bit later on. I want to overthink that one right now, and I will explain that a little bit later on because I don't want to confuse with this one. But Okay. Just, just want you to just think about it. Now, he said, if you see this phrase, it said, buy it back. You see it? Right. It says buy it back. And mm-hmm. um, well, can we hear that one in the in the King James? See, okay. If, 
Which, um, which chapter? What chapter? That's, that's Exodus 13, starting from, I think it's starting from verse 10. Verse okay. 10, mm-hmm, chapter 13, though. Okay. It's starting okay. from verse 10. Okay. All right. Okay. Thou shalt therefore keep, keep this ordinance in his season from year to year. That's 10. 13. Mm-hmm. And, and I read all 11, the way down to 13. Okay. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites as he swear unto thee and to thy fathers and shall give it thee. And give 12, it that, that thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix and every firstling that cometh of a beast which is out past. The male shall be the Lord's. And 13, and every first Read 12 thing. again. I'm sorry. Can, okay. What's, he said something about matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Open the matrix of womb. Okay. Mm-hmm. So That's the womb. Mm-hmm, uh, that thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix and every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast, the male shall be the Lord. So that's just uh, another way of saying the firstborn of the beast. And then oh, okay. And every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb, and if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck. And all okay. the firstborn of man among thy children shalt thou redeem. Okay. I don't want you to guys to overthink this because this is a little complicated. So I'm just going to give you the touching of it. Now, this thing. Okay. All right. Just focus on the word buy it back. Now, when you buy it back, that means God wants you to give something back, right? Yes. When you, okay. What did God want to give back? What did, well, okay, this is like just like Israel's firstborn, let me see. Okay, just as like the Passover, they had the lamb, and they put the blood on the door. And that saved all of Israel's children. We got that? Right. Yeah. So so if God saved all of Israel's children, who did the children belong to? Who owned it? God. Who who owns us? God. 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 Okay. So God owned us. So God said, since I own your children, because I didn't kill your firstborn, I gotta, you got to buy them back for me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Okay, let me do it again. Let me say it again. Just like God put the door, the blood on the door of the Passover, right? And all the firstborn Israelites were saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, none of the Israelites' firstborns were killed. All the Israelites right. were killed at the firstborn. So okay. that meant that all the firstborn Israelites belong to God. 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 Fact, all right. So, so since God owns it, God said, okay, so now you're going to have to do a sacrifice for me because if you want 
things that keep going, you're going to have to buy these things back from me, buy these children back from me. So what did they do? In order to buy them back, they had to do the same thing. Just put, you see what it says in verse um, 13? Presenting a lamb or a young goat in its place. In other words, all your firstborn animals, and we're talking about the sons, but we know that all could just consider the firstborn. They had to do the same thing, just put some blood out, sacrifices. Oh, the animal. Yes, that's just the animal. Now, if you didn't have a lamb, you had a donkey. A donkey was considered an unclean animal. So Hmm. he couldn't use a donkey, so they broke his neck. Oh, so they broke the donkey's neck. Broken neck, uh uh-huh, and they needed a lamb in its place. You're going to see later on as you get further in the verse that God even fixed that because if you had a donkey and you didn't have a lamb, God made provision so you can take that donkey and sell it to get a lamb so you can buy back as a sacrifice. So it just was a ritual that they were doing. Oh, okay. It was just, and they call it buy it back. I know it's complicated because nobody ever told me that it took me the longest to figure this out myself. Mm. But it was a ritual. So to symbolize the Passover of the um, Israelites that night when they left Egypt, when all the Egyptians were killed, they had to buy back those kids because all those kids belong to God now. All the first four belong to God. So God said, because they're mine, you're going to have to buy them back for me. And how was he going to buy it back? By doing the same thing, getting a lamb and, or a goat and sacrifice it. And when they sacrificed that goat, that was a, symbol, a way of symbolizing that I'm giving this child back to God. It's a little oh. clear. It's kind of complicated. I, I know because I struggled with this for a whole week. I kind of even had to explain it. Well, you know, that um, brings up that saying, um, I know whose I am. Amen. You know, because um, by Israel being spared their firstborn, they belong to God. So you know that when you say that whose I am, every Christian knows that saying or heard it. You know, so that just brings a connection to it. Amen. And, And think about this. Didn't God spare his firstborn? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He, he could have died, died on the cross. Born. He could have died on Amen. the cross, but he did That's right. As a sacrificial offering, right? He right. Sacrificed. He, he sacrificed for us. He sacrificed his life for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. It was God's firstborn. <laughs> and mm-hmm. what did he have to do? And, and Jesus did that to do what? To buy us back. Brandon to give us everlasting sin. life. To give us to, everlasting um, life. Exactly. We were going to be free of sin. So he had to buy us back. Right. By his right. Sacrificing himself on the cross to buy us back so we don't have to die anymore. We can be with him, have eternal life. So we can come to him and be forgiven for our sin once we repent. You guys try to get at the idea? It's kind of hard. But just mm-hmm. think about Jesus, how Jesus had to buy us back, the same way God is mm-hmm. telling them, the children of Israel, um, I saved your firstborn, now I, I, and they belong to me. Now I gotta, you got to buy them back from me. 
And how are you going to buy it back? You're going to sacrifice a lamb. Put the blood, you know, take that blood, and that's going to be symbolizing a way of buying back. It was just a ritual. He didn't mean it literally going and killing the firstborn sons and, and right. stuff, but the animals wow. were killed. But he know that this was just a symbol, a ritual they had to do every yeah. single year. Yeah, so, so that's to remind them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see eventually this is going to lead up to what's called the second Passover. Oh, All the okay. stuff is going to take place at the second Passover because they oh. did the first one already. So the second Passover, when it comes in, they're going to have the Passover and they're going to have the unleavened bread. So what they're going to have to do in order to buy back their children, you know, because it's God's children, to buy back, and that's Passover, they're going to have to sacrifice our lamb. And then they're going to have to make that bread without yeast to symbolize the Passover and the unliving bread. So only thing God is doing now is just giving instructions on what to do when you get into the land of Canaan, how you're going to have to prepare to do your um, your celebration. Mm-hmm. So the celebration is going to be two things. You're going to have the Passover, which means and at the Passover you're going to have to use the lamb as a way of saying you're buying back <laughs> your children from God, really drinking him, and then the unleavened bread to show that, that they had to leave Egypt in a hurry. So just a reminder, and it's hard, but it's going to get clearer as we go through the lesson. So don't overthink it, so that you'll okay. be a week to figure this thing out. It's just complicated. Pass <laughs> and I know that. you're saying, oh, my God. Ma'am? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought you um, – I, I, I found a, a concordance for that particular mm-hmm. verse. Yes. Uh, I think it might shed some more light if you want okay. me to read it. Uh, if you have your, mind. it's uh, 13, 12 through 14 verses. And uh, it says, yes. what, uh, what did it mean to buy back every firstborn son? That was the question. And they, they said, during during the night, the Israelites escaped from Egypt during the night, and God spared the oldest sons of every house that was marked with the blood on the door, on the door frame. Because God saved the lives of the firstborn, he had a rightful claim to them. But, mm-hmm. God, com- but God commanded the Israelites, commanded the Israelites to buy their sons back from him. And this ritual, as you said, served three main purposes. One was a reminder to the people of how God had spared their sons from death and freed them all from slavery. Two, it was the uh, the purpose of buying them back was to remind them that it showed how God, it showed God's high respect for human life in contrast to to the pagan gods who their worshipers believed demanded human sacrifice. And God didn't ask for them to sacrifice their children, but but to 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 to, uh, to sacrifice the sheep and the, mm-hmm. and the goat. And the third, it says the third um, purpose of the buyback was it looked it it looked forward to the day when Jesus Christ would buy us back. Mm-hmm. By paying the price 
for our sins once and for all. Now, I don't know if that helped a little bit, too. Yes, it does. It gives more detail. Mm-hmm. It's complicated, yeah. my love. We yeah, it's done. very complicated. But it's, it's saying just what you said. It's saying what you right. said about buying the, buying them back and it being a ritual for us to remember that he, he saved their kids. So now you have to you have to do something, you know, and 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 faith. I, anyway, I saw that and I thought I would share it. No, that's perfect. Thank In fact, you. I'm going to bring that up at a later date. But that's perfect, missionary. Because it is getting late, it's almost nine o'clock. We're going to stop. Just finish this verse, but we're going to finish this verse next week because there's more to it. Um, but that and that's and that piece right there is enough to make your head tired because that's a complicated piece. <laughs> that is, that is ask, a complicated piece. <laughs> can I ask a yes. question? It's it heavy. Uh, yes, heavy just, stuff. Yes, it is. Just like okay, okay, like when a child gets christened. Mm-hmm. Not baptized, oh, but Christian. Amen. That's right. That's like giving the child back to God. Amen. Oh, that's coming together you now. Amen. You that's the like other team, Mr. Barnes. Amen. That's giving him back. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. There you go. That's the light, Okay. 
<laughs> Heavenly Father, all your children, all your chosen children, have come to you this evening in prayer to praise you, to give you the glory, to show you love, to read your word, to know yes. you better. So yes. when our number is placed on your desk, we will be ready. We will be Amen. ready. All right. Amen. 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 So before we say goodnight, before we say goodnight, all your daughters and all my sisters, we want to say Amen. how awesome you are as a father and as a God. How oh, yes. awesome. Thank how you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Keep my sisters. Bless them. Thank you. And and tomorrow we will praise you again, Father, because you are worthy of praise all the time. Praise you all day and all night. Be so grateful for, for what you have given us. On that note, good night, everybody. Amen. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And thank you, everybody. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, my sisters in Christ, it's always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to talking to everyone next week. Yes, I have a blessed Likewise. Thank you. Get some back. Good night. Okay. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. I'll be talking to you all during the week, God's will. Okay. Good night, Sister Tinsley. Good night, Sister Austin. Good night, everybody. Good night, Sister Vaughn. Sister Marie. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and Beanie, good night. And good night, Good night, Deborah. Good night, Pastor. Good night, everybody. Good night, my baby, Beanie. Good night. Good night. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> we sound to sound like the Waltons now. Wait a minute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right. Love you all. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, like you come down now, baby.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.